because we're on the air. <laughs> we're on deployment. <laughs> awesome. So, this, we got today. We got Nathan. Is it Sin or just? How, what do you want to? How, how do you pronounce your user? User Nathan Sin. Nathan Sin. Okay, that's what I thought. I just wanted to make sure. Yep, you got it. And obviously, I got Alan next to me. Well, not next to me. He's here. <laughs> yeah, next to me in, in the virtual world. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yeah. we're doing this live on the radio just to see how it works. And apparently, Discord does not like to cooperate. If you're listening to the podcast version of this, all of that stuff's going to be edited out. So. You won't have to put up with that. So Nathan is the head of D-Buzz. Are you the founder, too? Or are you just like the main... Yes, I'm the I'm a co-founder of D-Buzz with Chris. Ah, cool. Um, Excellent. I'm making it myself. In case you guys don't know, D-Buzz, D.Buzz, is a short form content front end for hive um it's more not it doesn't look nothing like twitter but it's similar to twitter it's better than twitter and you can tweet to twitter from dbuzz so you can still pull your friends over I, I myself personally have made a more concerted effort to interface through to Twitter through Dbuzz. Um, I have slipped a couple of times here in the last couple of days. I'm not going to lie. Name on you. <laughs> but, <laughs> but Nathan, if if you've got a 30 second elevator pitch for Dbuzz, throw it out there. Dbuzz is a platform that allows you to own your content. And what I mean by that is that you own your account, you own the content on that account, and no matter what happens, you will always own that content, and you are always on your account, and no one can take that away from you. And that is the difference between the web two platforms like Twitter and, and Facebook who own your content and own your account and can take that away from you. So, so you're saying Elon Musk can't kick me off of D-Buzz? No one can kick you off of D-Buzz. <laughs> That's great. Uh, I love it. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, what, what gets me about the whole Elon Musk thing, Twitter thing is, you know, he came on saying, you know, he's a free speech absolutist. He wouldn't kick anybody off of Twitter, but, uh, you know, not even the guy that was following him on his, his jet and all that. And here he is, what, he's kicked how many people off already since uh, taking over as CEO? Uh, <laughs> how quickly they change their minds once they get into power, huh? Absolutely. But his for free speech is honest. He, he likes what you say. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, so... You know, the whole Hive blockchain is based on that premise, right? So, you know, if you have a Hive account, uh, nobody can take that away from you. Um, you That's your account. 
and nobody can kick you off. And so DBuzz being on the Hive blockchain naturally adopts that same feature, correct? Yes, that's correct. That's awesome. Yeah, I just sent my first DBuzz earlier, just uh, just before we got on. Um, and so uh, yeah, it, it worked out real, real good. I don't know why I, I've been on Hive for quite a while now. I don't know why I haven't tried DBuzz before. But it's very easy to use. You just go up and make a post, click, bam, send. And uh, I broadcast it over to Twitter. It was very easy, very intuitive. It works great. It's well, I'm glad that um, it, it is working good for you. Um, we've spent the last three years really just nailing down those fine details and, and working on the performance of the site and, and working out all the little glitches and bugs to bring a, a, a very robust um, and and um, performance-friendly platform um, that, that runs well on mobile and desktop. And we tried to tailor the platform to all devices. That way, no matter what device you're using, you can still consume content on DBuzz and also create content on dbuzz right uh, i've noticed you've been, yeah, making cool. the, been making the rounds on all the podcasts here the last couple of weeks uh i'm just going to go ahead and throw it out here is, is there something that you're building up buzz about dbuzz for or is it just you you're making the rounds <laughs> um so we're at the end of the development of version three of dbuzz so we've we've been working on this version of dbuzz for quite a while and we've just about finished this this round of development on this version of dbuzz and we have begun putting together a roadmap for version four of dbuzz but up until this point we've been a hundred percent self-funded um, we've made no no profit outside of posting on Hive from DBuzz. And in order to continue the vision that we have kind of set forth in the um, roadmap for version 4 of Hive, we are going to need funding. Um, and so we've put together a proposal to... Um, request funds from the, the Hive um, fund. And so we're, we're kind of starting to try and raise awareness um, of the DBuzz platform and also to um, raise support for our proposal. Cool. Oh, awesome. Yeah, so, all right, so has the proposal been published yet or is that still uh, forthcoming? It has not been published yet. Um, we're looking at publishing it in the next um, few weeks. Um, we we're still have it under review, um, and we have a few people looking at it just to kind of nail down some of the finer details um, before we post that. Oh, cool. Yeah, well, I'll be looking for that then. Uh, yeah, so definitely support that. That sounds good. So, so you guys, well, I would greatly appreciate your support on on uh, that. That that will help us out tremendously. Absolutely, I I personally I like the short form content because there's a lot of times that I want to 
just throw something out because, you know, I'm not, I don't feel like writing a big blog post. I'm not that kind of person. Blogging, that's too, that's too hard. <laughs> but, you know, if I can just throw, throw a, a buzz out or tweet, whatever you want to call it, and I'll be happy just throwing out my drive-by opinion. <laughs> yeah, you, you can buzz it and then tweet it. That's right. I think a large portion of people are feel the same way because, I mean, for Hive to be a social media blockchain that, that's tailored towards kind of the social media aspect, um, I think if, you, if it's only limited to blog posts, you're limiting, you know, the users that can use that platform and that contents to maybe like one one percent of internet users um, who are going to be willing to you know write out entire blog posts. Um, so it limits it to a very closed um, group of people versus having a platform where people can post. Um, short form content and short videos it opens it up to everyone and I think that that's really what Hive needs to grow is to kind of expand to the greater audience of the social media world right appeal to different uh, types of content creators because everybody's not a blogger like Uncle Bonehead said some people prefer the short form content some people are video creators and you know, audio creators, you know, or podcasters or musicians or whatever. Radio uh, so you want to appeal to different types of audiences. Absolutely. I do. I, I'm going to go ahead and make this a formal request. Some some way that I can do an, an automated system like uh, on Twitter. If I go live, I can send out an auto tweet that I'm live on the station. I would like to have that for Debuzz. <laughs> Probably not possible, but I'm asking anyway, especially. <laughs> and cricket. I didn't quite uh, yeah, I didn't quite catch catch that, I'm sorry. Oh. <clears throat> on like on Twitter, there's a I I don't remember what what it works, but it works through the Twitter API. When I go live on the station, on my radio station, it can send a tweet saying, saying that a DJ is live. Um, I'd like to have th that kind of interaction with D-Buzz if that's possible. I don't know if it's possible or not, but... <laughs> so um, that's, that's something, um, you know, I have, I have never really thought about before. Um, so maybe that that's something that we could discuss with our developer having some kind of feature um, that that was um, that could kind of trigger, you know, automated posts. Um, yeah, that's not something we've actually discussed before. But that would be cool if you could. So they were basically asking if if it's possible. He said, you know, when he goes live, that it sends out. He has it hooked up to Twitter's API. It automatically sends out a tweet saying that he's going live, and he was asking if that's something that we could possibly integrate into Dbuzz. Oh yes, that, that that has to do with the interoperability between platforms. 
And right. we haven't thought about the, that specifically, but more things like that we're interested in doing between multiple Hive platforms and also sometimes between Web 2 and Web 3, which is Hive. Right, and, and part of version 4 is kind of opening up to the community about different features like this and creating some interoperability between platforms and different um, blockchains and having side chains. So we're not just walled off to Hive only, we kind of open up to um, broader um, audience of the decentralized world so people can kind of choose um, where the, how, how they want to use Dbus. But ultimately, we're always, all roads are going to lead back to Hive on Dbuzz. Um, we just have really spent a lot of time like looking at um, creating other onboarding services, such as having a MetaMask login. So just having Ethereum MetaMask account, you would be able to log in and start using Dbuzz and, and posting, and those posts would be posted to a side chain and then if you ever wanted to monetize your post through Hive then it would give you the option of creating a Hive account and then connecting that Hive account um, to your MetaMask account and then you would be able to post directly onto Hive to monetize your post. Oh, that would be cool. Wow, that would be incredible. Very, very cool. One of the, one of the greatest things that we've had to try to overcome is the difficulty of average users trying to onboard onto Hive. We've found that, you know, through the various onboarding services that create Hive accounts, we had a, a large drop off of people onboarding where it just, it was too difficult or they, they, just kind of give up in the process of like trying to figure out all these keys and what to do and what to go for like so one of the things that we're really focused on in version four of dbuzz is creating a more streamlined onboarding service that just gets people in the door allows them to use the platform and then kind of coaches them into creating a hive account and and just kind of has like a save state on that process so as they they um become more accustomed and familiar with the platform they see that people are using it they see that people are are being able to monetize their posts and they see the community they see the value it gives them more motivation to continue the process of creating that hive account why we have it there inside of their account for them that where they can create that that hive account and attach it to their their current account that is cool anyway, that would be an interesting uh approach it makes sense to me yeah I, I, anything we can do to make it easier for people to to onboard um under the blockchain uh would be good because uh, it is it is not it, it is not intuitive for the for the web two people 
anyone who's been on the web as long as uh, I have, for instance, is probably going to have a hard time <laughs> understanding, <laughs> you know, cryptographic keys and all of that. And uh, uh, I may be an exception because I was a journalist and, and I'm just used to doing research and, and breaking down complex topics, but not everybody does that. So, uh, so it is uh, difficult for a lot of people to, to wrap their heads around. Yes, it is. Yeah, I think I think just getting them in the door is the biggest hurdle. You know, once they're in the door and they can see the value, I think that that will lead to a lot more um, conversions into onboarding with Hive versus they're not sure even what they're signing up for. And then it's this entire process and it's just like, well... I think I'm just going to go do something else because it's too complicated and I don't even know what I'm what I'm doing yet. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, I'm curious. Uh, uh, so Depos has been around, what, three, four years now? We started the beginning of 2020. Um, it was kind of envisioned and, and the gears were kind of started turning in, in 2019. And 2020, we actually founded a a um organization and and hired some developers and actually began the process of creating dbuzz yeah uh, I, I think i remember when that happened um uh, it started on steam it right and then yeah, kind so of migrated we originally, over. we were originally going to launch a platform called steam says on steam it and then the entire issue happened with Justin Sun <laughs> and Steam working into Hive, which turned out to be, you know, quite a blessing for us because we kind of took a step back and thought about our, our branding more thoroughly and came up with the brand DBuzz, <laughs> which in my opinion and I think Chris also feels like DBuzz is a much stronger brand than the original Steam says platform. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so, so what was the original impetus? What, what, what kind of the thought process behind uh, you know initiating the project? What, um, what were what problem were you trying to solve, or what were you uh, thinking about? Uh, why did uh, why did the blockchain need a service like Debo's? So one of the things that really kind of stood out to me was seeing creators on platforms such as YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter spending years building up, you know, these followings, putting money into advertising, all the different things that goes into creating, you know, content and an identity on these social media platforms and waking up one morning and their accounts no longer exist for whatever political reason, um, a miss, a, 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 a um, basically a dog pile of reported people reporting their, their profile because they've been canceled by some group. Um, even I've seen one of my friends, PJ Entrepreneur, he actually changed his last name to Entrepreneur 
his passport literally says entrepreneur as his last name. He legally changed his name. <laughs> and on Facebook, when he changed his name, it went against their policy because you're supposed to use your real name. And they d disabled his account. And it, for the last three years, he's been trying to get his account back. And they just do not believe that his name is really entrepreneur, no matter how many IDs or I, you know, copies of his passport he sent. And so that, for me, is a, a huge issue when these the social media companies can basically strip away your online identity away from you and take, take all the content, all the connections away from you that you've created on their platform over, you know, however many years that you've been using it. For me, that, that is left a, a huge um, gap that needed to be filled with some type of platform where people could feel like no matter what happens, they always have their connections, they always have their content. And, it, and it, people who use DBuzz, no matter what happens to DBuzz, no matter, you know, if, you know, a government or whatever came after me and Chris and, and forced us to close DBuzz, it, that content still lives on on the blockchain. You still have all of those connections through Hive. You still have, have everything that you've created. And, and part of our proposal that we're submitting for the Hive Fund is to open source DBuzz where people can actually clone the DBuzz code and create their own instance of DBuzz. So no matter what happens to DBuzz, it will always live on in all of these different communities that people um, create with the DBuzz code. And that will allow people to create their own, you know, communities or basically be a backup instance of DBuzz. And, and for me, that that's really where, it, this is what it's really about for me is giving people a place where they know that their content and their identity belongs to them and no one can take that away from them. Yeah, so if if they if someone could uh, could do as you say, you know, just take it in the open source code, create their own instance, they could create their own little private messaging system and just you know wouldn't even necessarily be have to be public. They just want to communicate with their hundred fans or followers or whatever. They could just do that in private. Right, and and uh, as you mentioned that we actually have another platform that's not as popular um, and you may have not heard of it before it's actually hive.pm and it's actually a private messaging service um, that basically does just that what you what you mentioned where you can send private messages between people um, and we're we're working on um, even having where you can do private posts on hive or, or on dbuzz um, to only your followers using um, encryption and the memo keys to to basically facilitate that. Um, did you that would be awesome. Did you say hive.pm? Yes, that's correct. I'm so saving this. 
Bookmarked. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> check that one out. <laughs> this is a little. little it's thing a, it's a, it's a, a rather basic project. It was created um, fairly quickly, um, just um, kind of as a hackathon slash development session with with some of our devs and um, a core project just to kind of learn about Hive um, and and build something together as a team. Um, Hive.pm was created. Um, lots of work that needs to go into it, but it does allow you um, to send encrypted memos um, back and forth between people on Hive, and it basically works by uh, allowing you to send the smallest denomination of point zero zero one Hive or um, Hive back dollar with an encrypted memo to any user on Hive and then they can turn around and send that right back to you with their encrypted. So you basically just kind of toss that fraction of a Hive back and forth or you can make it more or less. Cool. So it's not really then costing you anything. You're just uh, you're sending these memos back and forth and, and paying each other <laughs> for the privilege. Right. It's kind of like you and I just passing a nickel back and forth to each other as we talk. Yeah, That's like exactly. That's cool. Yeah, cool. I'm, I'm trying this. I'm trying to hit Chris up. <laughs> See if he says he got it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm kind of curious now. Um, uh, yeah, we talked a little bit about your your proposal and, and some development things. Uh, what, in your opinion, do you think the Hive blockchain is missing right now? What would be, in your wildest dreams, the most incredible uh, type of DAP that could, you know, fill a gap in what's already on the chain? I mean, something that I think would be just absolutely amazing to see developed into Hive. Um, and I don't know if it would ever happen, but I think, you know, would be a game changer for the Hive blockchain is to create a decentralized, a truly decentralized exchange built on top of the Hive protocol, where the witnesses, the top witnesses were multi-sig wallet holders for that decentralized exchange and people on Hive could deposit Bitcoin, Monero, and various other currencies and exchange them in a truly decentralized manner um, where the top witnesses, it, it required a signature from at least 15 of the top 20 witnesses in order for those funds to be moved and um, completely um, open and, and transparent system that we knew that we can trust and we don't have to then rely on centralized exchanges who continue to show themselves as untrustworthy. Yeah, yeah. Well, that would be very interesting. So it wouldn't be decentralized just at the technology level, but also at, at the uh, at the human level. So uh, there wouldn't be you know one person at the top of the exchange um, you know, like Sam Bankman-Fried or, or uh, uh, CZ, you know, making decisions for, for everybody. 
Um, yeah, that would be cool, and, and and it would be extend beyond the Hive blockchain, so it would be more powerful than you know Hive Engine because there you're just exchanging tokens that are already on Hive. So you're talking about going beyond that to exchange tokens uh, that are what are outside of the chain. Right. Yes. Exactly. And I feel like that that's something that's very much so needed inside of the cryptocurrency ecosystem right now um, because if you look back over the past few years one of the biggest hurdles that cryptocurrency has had in the adoption of this technology is these greedy exchanges that continuously rug pull all of their clients and misappropriate funds or you know completely just steal all the money or lose it through various hacks um we've just seen you know so many of these exchanges collapse um that it really creates this level of distrust inside of the entire um ecosystem and hampers the uptake and the trust in 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 this technology and until we have a truly decentralized system that has a, a layer of transparency where we can see the funds are safe the funds are there and the people who are responsible for facilitating the transfer of those funds um, or ha have a public um, ledger of every transaction and, and are accountable for that. Um, and it, it also requires, you know, the um, vast majority of the um, participants to, to sign those tra transactions or they don't happen. Yeah, that would be and amazing. One, one bad actor can't come in and, and steal everybody's funds what we have happen on all of these centralized exchanges you would have to have 15 of the top witnesses um, in order for those funds to, to be moved and I feel like maybe it's not a hundred percent perfect system but I think it's it's a lot better than the current system that we have in place and I feel like to have 15 of the top witnesses colluding together to steal people's funds when it would be apparent and and very obvious um is highly unlikely yeah no i agree wow so so if someone uh had an idea uh for a new dap uh, to uh, connect to the blockchain how would you suggest them go about if they're not a developer but they have a good idea. How would you suggest they go about getting that, uh, getting that developed and, and coming to fruition on it? I know what you're talking about. <laughs> so, if if um, it depends on what type of um, application it is. Um, one thing that I would suggest is start looking, um, researching into the open source code that is available. And part of um, the version four um, of DBuzz and the proposal that we're kind of proposing um, 
is to create a lot of open source tools and our dream or our vision for version 4 of DBuzz is to create it in such a manner that every piece of DBuzz is almost like a Lego block and it's open source so from the login mechanism to the um, news feeds um, to the wallet aspect each piece is its own individual open source code and you can take these different pieces and put together to build what you want and so I think if you're interested right now in building um, there's quite a, a bit of um, open source code out there's a lot of documentation um, that the Hive community has put together um, learning about um, how to communicate with the Hive blockchain um, and and make post requests um, and, and pull information off the the Hive blockchain um, looking into um, I think there's Hive SQL um, would be a, a good good tool to learn about um, so yeah I, I would just suggest you know um, looking looking into the open source community that that exists around Hive um, and seeing what um, exists there um, that you could use kind of as a template to start um, your project with. Cool. Yeah. Great. Great answer. Now I'm not going. I'm not going to let you gloss over this because I heard you explain this on uh, Cryptomaniacs podcast and. You could see the light bulb go off in Taskmaster's eyes from behind his sunglasses when he was when you were talking about the the Lego box, because you can take bits and pieces of DBuzz and work them into your current site. So you could es essentially have your own little miniature DBuzz on your site, interacting with the Hive blockchain. Right, that's correct. Um, so each of the features on DBuzz, we're trying to kind of like isolate it into its own own piece of code um, and then allow um, people to, to take that code and integrate it into their current projects, whatever it, whatever it be. Um, to, to allow, for example, the, the login mechanism, the onboarding features, um, being able to integrate with the um, MetaMask, being able to have um, a feed of posts, um, even comment commenting features. Um, all of these different features are already kind of like their own module in DBuzz. And so kind of what I've proposed is we actually separate those into separate code repositories and actually open source all of these different code repositories and have it arranged in such a way um, that when you can, you know, just clone an entire copy of Dbuzz, which basically pulls all these different pieces and uh, assembles them, or you can just pull the pieces that you want for your project and tie them in with what you already 
have or what you're already building. Cool. Cool. That's awesome. <laughs> it sounds like it's going to be nice. an exciting year. Wow. Well, how long do you think you're going to get that proposal posted? Um, I would I would say that we um, expect to have the high proposal posted within um, within the next um, two to three weeks. Cool. I'll be promoting the shit out of it. Cool. <laughs> I mean, the stuff. I'm sorry. My, yeah. <laughs> my trucker mouth came back out. <laughs> but I'm loving Yeah, it. I can't wait. I'm loving what you guys are doing. I'm really looking forward to that. This is exciting. Lots of cool stuff coming down the pike for I. Is there... You got any yeah. other questions there, Alan? No, I think I've exhausted my imagination on this one. <laughs> my voice is about <laughs> to give out. Been on the phone too much today. Yeah, but I'd, I'd like to thank Nathan for coming on the show with us and uh, answering our questions and letting us pick his brain. And uh, I'm anxious to go back and, and start using debugs a little more often now. Um, I think it's a pretty cool tool. Um, so I'll start using it a little more. Absolutely. Well, I, I sure appreciate you all inviting me on and and hearing what I, I had to say. And um, when I, whenever we post the high proposal, I'll make sure um, that we send out some messages and let you know um, so cool. you can review that. And uh, we um, greatly appreciate um, all the support that we can get on that. Very cool. If, if yeah. You are more than welcome to come on anytime you want. Just say the word. I will for, take you up on that offer. That goes for Chris, too, even though he doesn't want to talk. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's early. He's, he's, getting, he's getting where he's not quite as shy on the podcast. Um, so maybe we can get him on one day and uh, he can. Uh, share share his vision as well. Absolutely, awesome. He's, from what I've talked to him over the couple, last couple of years on Hive, he's, he's a smart dude. He knows his stuff. You ain't got nothing to be shy about. <laughs> yeah, he, he is highly intelligent, and um, you know he has really been the the leading force behind eBuzz. Um, in the beginning, I was less involved. Um, he's kind of pulled me in and it got me more involved over the last year. Um, and but you know he's he's really the one that um, put in the all the legwork to get it to where it's at right now. So big big appreciation to him for that. Absolutely nice. Very cool. Well, with with that, they can you you all can go to D dot Buzz and. Get on DBuzz. If you're on Hive already, why are you not using DBuzz? I know everybody's got Leo threads on the brain, but DBuzz is better. Trust me. Just go try it. I've got... Most people that listen know my opinion on Leo thread. I'm not going to go off on a rant right now. But... <laughs> 
go check out D.Buzz. If you want to see the upcoming stuff, what is the other URL? Next.D.Buzz? Yes, that, that is correct. That's um, Next.D.Buzz is the upcoming version of D.Buzz. Um, it's kind of like a um, playground where um, we test out features um, and make sure that they're stable before we release them to our main net. Um, so yeah, if you want to see, you know, some of the upcoming features, um, it may have bugs. It may may glitch out sometimes, but um, <laughs> it it's there and you can check it out. Um, and once it we feel like it's a stable version, we will move it over to um, D dot Buzz. Um, so yeah, that's next dot D dot Buzz. Just awesome. go, they don't need the next. Just go to D.Buzz. You, you're going to have a great experience, trust me. Yeah, I agree. Well, well I guess that concludes our show today, Uncle Bonehead. Yep, yep. And uh, again, I thank Nathan Ten for joining us. Thank you very much. And thank you, Chris, for putting this, making this happen. We're going to, you catch us all on, email us at podcast.on. Podcast at defluence.online. I screw that up every time. <laughs> if you're listening to us on one of the regular podcast players, uh, podcast.on, God dang it. Defluence.online is where you can catch the podcast and most of the stuff. Defluence Radio is at defluence.me. And watch us on Cast Garden now. I'll throw that link in the show notes. We'll talk more about Cast Garden here coming up soon. Got some really interesting interviews coming up. So we'll catch you guys next time. Be good. Be safe. Never, ever stick your finger where you wouldn't stick your face.